Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to your Easy Achievers Gaming Podcast special edition for the Game Awards. I'm one of your hosts, Elijah, sitting across from me digitally through the internet, of course, is Alex. Hello, everyone. How are you doing, Alex? Doing well. I've just been trying to play all these games. I found myself in a similar predicament by the way this is our special game award so that we're going over every announcement and winners from the 2020s game awards this episode but before we get into that i want to check in with alex you said you've been going through some games yep can you divulge what they are um i finished assassins okay um and now i'm working through cyberpunk okay so I you think i'm halfway through cyberpunk i've heard it's 28 hours Okay. So, like, are you, how, do you know roughly I'm, where you are? Um, 14 hours in. 14. 14. 13, oh. 14 hours. Oh, okay. Roughly half. Yeah. Okay. 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 I was surprised when I heard the story was 28 hours. Don't know what I was yeah. expecting, but I was there surprised. There is a lot of side content because, I, my God, like, I'm, I'm going to give it a, a quick thing. I'm over here just, just, like, I finished I finished a certain mission, and I guess it's, you know, early in the game, so it's just trying to introduce you everything. Literally, right after I do a certain mission, I start driving, and, like, things just keep popping up for side missions. Like, uh, I have, like, 20 side missions now. That sounds just like Witcher. Now, is it as crazy as Witcher? In a Because Witcher was in, pretty insane. In a, in a, it, it can be, but it's not as big as Witcher. I think Witcher was far like like so much bigger game. Okay. Like, like map wise, like I'm looking, I'm thinking back to the map in Witcher, and the map in Witcher was so much bigger in my, I feel like in my opinion. Hmm. I wonder um, what's been the biggest game by map size. It's weird too because I'm thinking of because I see nothing the other day and it says that Cyberpunk's map is twice as big as GTA's. Ah. I don't maybe it's because it's more condensed instead of being like you know in like in gta there was like a big desert area and mm-hmm. there was like the, the the city all in one mm-hmm. this is all just city so i can't really tell but i feel like it's smaller but i honestly I, I can't tell i always have the issue when we talk about game map size what mm. does that mean right like is it like mm. Square, like square yeah square like feet. are are is it measurable and what makes it bigger are we including buildings that you can go inside does that include like are we just talking map and not including any there's, other there's, bonus there's, things i could definitely say there's definitely a lot of things that you can interact with this game compared to mm-hmm. gta like with gta you could just walk by a building with this one you can walk in and really talk to someone now, Alex, you did um, talk to me a little bit about this game a few days ago. You said something very interesting. You said a lot of genitalia. Oh, my God. So what's up with the genitalia in this game? Because I've heard a lot about this. Is there just literally I mean, penises everywhere? I'm, I, it's not that. It's not that it's that. It's for some reason, and I spoke to my wife about it too, why does every future dystopian have to revolve around sexual pleasure and it's just glorified mm. like like does everybody in the future just want to hook up with robots and mm-hmm. things like i don't understand because literally i'm i have to go to a certain area and this there's, there's one certain area that's just 
all about this stuff. Like I'm literally walking by and there's literally a dodo shop. Okay. I walk next to and on the other side there is a uh, another like a sex shop and then across the room there or across the place there's like there like there's like a like I, I don't want to call him a hooker but a, mm-hmm. a person that can give you pleasure. Mm-hmm. Prostitute. Like it's like it's like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Like, now it, I will. It's, it's really weird. Yeah. So I will say that of course prostitution is a popular job, but I'd be very. I'm I'm curious to play when I play the game. If it's gonna be jarring, because I'm down with I'm down with exploring sexuality in video games, of course, right? And as long as it's even and not seemed to be centered around women, like it tends to be, I'm a hundred percent. No, it's definitely everywhere. Yeah, that's and I feel like that's better than just seeing like it's no, sure. being the lowest common denominator being it's just always women. Mm-hmm. I'll be very interested to see if it's what's the word. Um, I don't want to say jarring again, but you know, the, repu- repulsive isn't the right word either. But you know, just all in my face. Be, maybe there's a lot of penises. Maybe I'll enjoy it. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll enjoy the badge in my face too. I don't it's know. not. It's not off-putting. Like it's not like to where like it's okay. Pop up, you're like, Oof. maybe that's the word I was looking for. Like 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 it it doesn't feel that way. No, but it can it 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 can get overwhelming. So sometimes, but it's like in a funny way. You're like, really, guys? Come on now. Interesting. Like, okay. But it's it's interesting. It's just okay. it's like it can be bad, but it can be good. Okay. I I have so many questions I want to ask. But that will literally eat this entire podcast. So I think we should do a separate review in progress for Cyberpunk 2077 soon. And then we'll do a full spoiler cast when we both finish the game. Hopefully this year. I don't know if I'll be able to get to it this year. I hope so. I want to finish Assassins. I want to finish... Yeah, I'm almost done. I'm 40 hours in. Um, Alex, what was your end game clock? Do you remember? 65. 60. Okay. All right. I said, oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah. I still got a good bit left of this game. Um, I'm excited to play more. I've hit a good spot where I'm enjoying myself and I've almost. It's, good. it's, good. it's crazy that there's so much levels because I do feel like I almost have everything, but I guess. Oh, my God. I finished and I literally stopped. Uh, like, when I finished the game, my skill level was 270 on the dot. Okay. Okay. So that's where I was. Okay interesting all right, all right. I, I'm, I'm excited i i'm excited i got everything like leveled up i'm using an axe and a hammer sometimes i switch and and i and i beat someone to death with a hammer sometimes i beat to death with an axe it's very fun and, the, and by the way really quickly anyone playing this game three things make sure you get rise of the valkyrie level two that breaks every bar door in the game you could just break the game second ability get the oh god proximity fire trap that blows up any red boulder area so you don't have to find the vases that are red in the game yep. that makes this the those two th- those two things make this game a hundred percent better third thing alex i don't know if you found this out there's an ability with the hunter bow in the game that if you equip mm. the hunter bow there's it's called a charged shot you load two arrows into the hunter bow and it if you hit a critical hit on their head you do an insane amount of damage i have killed things way higher than my level by just critting them every crit shot with that ability does probably half to a third of their health every single time i have killed 
every single like boss in this game with that move now since i've unlocked it, it is insanely overpowered if you want to be op get those three abilities you'll have a fun time i enjoyed myself way better when i didn't have to worry about barred doors and red rocky areas much better game and it's funny because i the red rocky areas i didn't even think like i did the little tutorial one where it says like oh you know if you grab uh, the the oil oil vase, throw it but i didn't i did that that one time mm-hmm. and then when i got my ability that char- that uh proximity thing i'm like why don't i just use this and i immediately just use that and I'm I, like, let me see if that works and i used it and it worked so i was like so oh, i didn't for the rest of the game. i didn't think of it as a bomb i thought of it as fire so it didn't make sense for me to use it against the boulder but as soon as you said that i, I was like okay used it it's straight up a bomb and i'm like oh my god yes yeah the only reason I found out that I, or at least I gave, got the idea, is because I shot it at somebody and they exploded. I'm like, is it a bomb? And then I, when I got to the next area and I needed one, I was like, I'm gonna try this. Thank thing. God you told me that. I literally would have never used that ability ever, ever, <laughs> never would have used it. So thank God you told me. Yeah, I think that completes of what we've been playing. Uh, I've done a lot of Destiny. Not nothing fun to talk about there. I want to get into Dragon Quest. But I am so busy with Assassins trying to beat that. I'm, I want to finish Assassins before I go on to anything else. So Dragon Quest and Cyberpunk are what I want to beat before the end of the year. I don't have much longer, so I might not make that. But we'll see. Alex? Mm-hmm. Let's get into this. Now, I wanted to go over announcements first. Does that sound right for you? Okay. That's fine. that sound good? Okay, we're going to go over announcements, then we'll go over winners. I may skip a few if they don't make sense, or I'll just lightly go over it. There's a lot of games here that not necessarily me and Alex care about, but I will at least state what it is. First announcement comes up, and of course the Game Awards 2020 uh, went live last... God, jeez, help me, Alex. It was Friday or Thursday? It was the 10th, Thursday. Thank you. It was Thursday. Great time. I watched it live. Alex, did you watch it? Yes, I did. Okay, we'll we'll do a slight review after all this, but I enjoyed myself. Um, so we'll we'll go over our actual thoughts of the event once we're done with this. Yeah. All right, first thing, Devolver Digital announces Loop Hero. Very interesting. Um, I liked the look of the game. I love Devolver Digital, so I'll be interested to see. It's a retro RPG with deck building elements. Interesting. Okay. I'll try that when it comes out. Sea of Solitude, which is a game I've wanted to try, is coming to Switch. Uh, it's uh, set for March 4th. It looks a lot like a, uh, a Telltale game mixed with like a Gone Home sort of sort of game, sort of vibe, and I'm yeah. excited for it. Now, for the, I, I kind of got a little upset with this okay. because the lady comes out mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, Sea of Solitude will be available th- this holiday." But then when <laughs> what? it comes out, it says March 4th. Oh, I think she she definitely foot that was definitely a foot and mouth situation then because uh yeah because i wonder if she just i wonder if she thought that you'll be able to get it that we'll be able to get a holiday (laughs) and then that's pretty fun and like but march 4th yeah like so i was a little like i'm like really like oh wow she uh yeah she definitely erred on that one i I assume she knows that's not actually holiday maybe she heard something else or just was you know it's it's kind of uh overwhelming right being in front of a bunch of people knowing that you have to say a sentence so maybe maybe she said that maybe they changed it like at like at the last second i don't know maybe maybe um there was 
Century Age of Ashes announced. It was a world premiere. It is a dragon flying combat game. Now I didn't miss this game, but it's but I've heard it's like Skyrim esque, and it, and it looks a lot like that Crimson Dragon game <laughs> that Alex really likes at Xbox One <laughs> launch. For some reason, it reminded me of Crimson Dragon, and I was gonna say, "Oh my god!" It's so alleged that I'm gonna play this, and he's gonna be like, "You I probably will," because he played that. You probably will. Crimson Dragon. Game. Oh my god, the achievements nah, were good, I but I couldn't make. I, ma- I couldn't make myself. Yeah, I now I was excited about this one. This is when I tuned in like fully to watch watch Setharoth. Mm-hmm. Alex, say it with me. Setharoth. <laughs> it joins Smash Brothers, which is like, oh, okay, cool. That was definitely one of the people I've always wanted, but just assumed I'd never get. I will say, mm-hmm. a little underwhelming because we have Cloud already. You know what I mean? Like, we've already gotten someone from Final Fantasy VII, so it's like, oh, we're just getting they like did, another they, one. They, they That's did nice. try to hype up that trailer a lot, though. They did. They did. I mean, it, they they spent a good bit of time on that trailer too. Like, and they also stabbed Mario in the chest. Mm-hmm. Not really, but you know, it looked like it, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It was> hilarious. <laughs> um. Uh, so this is when I, my jaw dropped. I wasn't expecting this. Now I knew this game was being made from a trusted source. Uh, so from the initiative. So this is one of Xbox studios, brand new studios that they made. Um, and they're making a perfect dark game. They, they showed the trailer, showed like an overview of the game. Now I did not play the original, so I don't have a reference for this, but it looks awesome. It looks really cool. And it looks like they're trying to make like a... I don't want to say like an Uncharted or anything, but like they, it looks like they want to make a Xbox it's a, character. It's like a mission, it's like a Mission Impossible type thing. It looks really cool. It, yeah, it, yeah. Is it? They're trying to make it to where she's she's uh what is it? um a uh, mascot. Um, she's a mascot. A yeah, mascot. mascot? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now the team says they describe it as an Echo shooter. I don't know. I don't. That's a great question. I have no idea what that means. Um, Echo shooter economy is that what it stands for? Economy shooter? No, no way, right? E C O dash shooter. I'll have to look that up later. I have no idea. And they premiered essentially Left for Dead. (laughs) I mean, it's called it's called Back for Blood. This is Turtle Rock. This is from the founder. of the valve who worked on the original left for dead games left made a new studio that was and basically was like if you're not going to make left for dead i'm going to go make left for dead and they're making they're making left for, this game please if you haven't watched the trailer go watch it just so even if you don't care about left for dead just know what it is it is unabashedly not afraid of just straight up being left for dead. It, like you could have told me this was left for dead oh. vid- footage, and I would have believed you. Like the safe room is the same. Oh, everything's the same. Like almost everything. everything. Like there's bigger, mo- there's bigger zombies. Yeah, there's different it's types of zombies. Even the four is a thing still. It, the name they put a four in it. I was like, yeah. okay. I mean, it's just a, it's just a new name. It's I like, want. It's like, Remember Gods and Monsters? They just changed the name, and it's now Immortal Phoenix Rising. So it's like, <laughs> instead of Left 4 Dead 3, they're like, no, we're not going to use that name. We're going to yeah. use a new name. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I would, um, like, I would make fun of this game more, but I respect you know, how, like, straight up they're being. Where they're like, we're like, we're Left 4 Dead. Like, I, I, res- I respect it, because for years I've said, please make someone copy Suikoden. 
and make it. Someone's finally doing it. I can't like be a hypocrite and be like, oh, don't copy games. No, no, no. If you're going to do it, man, and they're not making the game, go ahead. Go, go ahead. While you're at it, make more Suikoden games. I got one coming, and now I'm greedy. Me too. Now I'm greedy. Yeah, sure, I'll play it. Fine. I'll play it for like a few days. The Alpha uh, was announced coming out June 22nd. No, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. So the game the game releases June 22nd. Mm-hmm. The Alpha is next week, December 17th. Pretty wild. That's pretty cool. So you'll get to kind of like experience like the game in early days all buggy and stuff that sounds fun this game is another if you ain't gonna make it we're gonna make it ourselves with a different name <laughs> if you like dead space don't worry you're gonna love this next game this is the world premiere of Callisto protocol this is by this is by striking distance studios this was glenn shellfield who who was the game director for dead space um I think one, two, and three, if I remember correctly. I think he was there for all three. I don't remember. Um, but he, he he left and took the. Oh, who else was it? It was another one of the heads. So it's two people who worked straight up on Dead Space. Yeah, Are, I just said it's from the creators of Dead Space. Yeah, it's two of the it's two of the creators coming, and they're making. It's again. Look, <laughs> look at this trailer. It's dead. They're making Dead Space. It's it's the exact same thing. Literally, it's called a terrifying story-driven survival horror game set in a prison colony on Jupiter's dead moon, Callisto. That sounds As soon as I saw the neck thing on the guy, the green thing, I'm like, dead space? That's what I thought, too, and I was like, but they don't have the cojones to make. So I was like, it's not them. So I'm glad that someone who knows what they're doing is just, they're like, we're making it again. We're making it again. Oh, the the creative executive is Glenn Schofield and Steve uh, Papal. That's I forgot how to say it. I, I couldn't say his name. I'm pretty sure Steve is the one who also worked on the game. So so it's both yeah. crea- cre- creators basically, original creators. Mm-hmm. Fulbright c- coming back at me with this next premiere. Fulbright, if you don't know, made um, Tacoma and Gone Home, and they're making Open Roads. So this is straight up like a Tacoma-like game where it is a um, uh, adventure game where you're following the protagonist going through like a road trip in a super nice art style. And it stars Carrie Russell and Caitlin Dever. Now, I'm not a huge actor-actress person. That's more Alex's territory. So if Alex, are those, if those are famous people, please give me a heads up. I honestly... Don't know. Okay. I, Carrie Russell sounds very familiar. She also does I, to me as is well. It bad, is it bad that I want to say Kurt Russell's wife? But I just because it's Russell, I mean, I, I don't want. You're just ass- yeah. You're just assuming, right? So I, I don't know. Now I will Let me see. quickly. Oh, ta- oh yes. Okay, I know who Carrie Russell is. Who is it? Um, she played. I don't know if you would know her. Let me see if I. I she was definitely. It, it, just for the audience, yeah. just say like some popular things for so just in case she people. She was something. Know. She was in. She, she was in Star Wars. She was in Mission Impossible. She was in Dawn of Planet of the Apes. Okay. Okay, um, so she's in. She a, she's a talented she was, actress. She was Zori Bliss in Rise of Skywalker. Mm, I'll pretend to know who that is. Um, and this and. The, uh, never mind. I'll. I'll, I'll We'll leave it for later. Okay. Caitlin Dever was in a couple movies. Book Smart, which I heard was really good. Unbelievable. She was in that TV show Justified. 
uh bad teacher short term 12 detroit these are a couple of games i've heard or sorry movies i've heard of uh modern yeah. family so she's the the mentalist curb your enthusiasm so uh she's very uh pop uh famous so it looks like they got talent for sure like they they've yeah. got heavy talent on this good for them that they can afford this mm-hmm. now disco elysium uh final cut coming to playstation and pc uh, this is the Definitive Edition. New political quest, more characters, full voice acting for everyone. Standard Edition, Collector's Edition, now available to pre-order. Coming March 2021. It's finally coming to consoles. Um, PS5 no P- and PS4. No Xbox, unfortunately. Um, I heard this was a really good game, but I also heard these they're like straight up like com- communist enthusiasts, which kind of turns me off. Mm. Uh, yeah. But I might play the game just to see what everyone talked about, because... Uh, I, I should I should be able to divorce on, like people's thoughts from the actual art they create. I wonder create. why it's on everything but Xbox. Because it's on Steam, um, App Store, cl- Epic, Stadia, PlayStation. Alex, clearly they're communists. Communists hates Xbox. If you didn't know that, so if I I don't know if it's true, but I think they have like a picture of like like I don't I'm not I'm not gonna get into that right now. Never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I've I've heard they've had a picture of of like a communist in their office and i don't know if that was a joke or not or if that was actually serious and if that's for real i, I don't know if i can buy the game but <laughs> we'll see we'll see but i did hear it was a really good game and it has a lot of satire and it makes fun of um uh i, th- uh, I think it's like heavily makes fun of capitalism which i'm down to to have my views challenged so i should i should play the game i might play the game when it comes out mm-hmm. ps5 march okay eh, might buy it i don't know Alex. No, what we really cared about. Alex. Are you are you ready, Alex? Mm. Dragon Age? Am I ever ready? Dragon Age, Alex? Mm-hmm. Now, we keep calling it Dragon Age 4. Are we really calling it Dragon Age 4? Well, we have to until they tell us what it is, right? That's true. Well, they, well the title only said Dragon Age. That's it. The, the, I don't think they've set a title yet, in my opinion. Like, I think they're just saying, like, that's, there's a new Dragon Age game coming, like, not stating what but is. they showed the title. Right. Did they, though? Is they, that officially they, announced? Yeah, the animation, the actual, the actual title, yeah. It's so it's called Dragon Age. Yeah, I figured. I thought, okay. I mean, I, that's what the animation, you know, when they show yeah. new titles, they, they would have the full title on there, unless they changed the name. I mean, now, I... I, I think that's the name. No, I mean, I guess that, I mean... I guess it makes sense, right? They, they, it's not like they have had another game called Dragon Age before. Like, just Dragon Age. It's always been uh, colon yeah, something or two. Yeah, Origins. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's not crazy for them to do it. Mm. I can't... I mean, I'm excited for the game. Can't say anything other than... I'm excited, because they don't really show anything, unfortunately. They showed, like, a really cool yeah. cinematic. They showed the Dread Wolf um they are kind of talking to us in a way um the trailer speaks of no more prophecies no more magic hands it the story is just you and i believe they're basically saying that they're going back to an origins style character where you uh yeah we're killing solos probably um but you're gonna make a character you're gonna make a backstory you're gonna start the game probably recruit people and stuff so maybe they're trying to say like they're going back to basics now this in another game we'll talk about later um it's important to say that the studio just went under incredible shakeups with their heads leaving 
um, Casey Hudson and oh god, I'm I'm blanking on the other gentleman's name. I apologize, but I'll I'll get that later. But two other huge producers left, so I'm hoping that doesn't destroy this game because that's not, never good to hear. Because they because what I love about this is they joined like a year or two ago and now they're leaving again. So it's like okay, all right, well you left, came back, and now you're leaving again. So. I don't have much of an opinion. I'm ex- I'm still excited. Alex, do you have anything else? No, yeah, I'm, no, yeah, I'm definitely excited to play it. It actually makes me want to go back and play the Dragon Ages because I actually never beat the first one myself. Uh, I always beat two and Inquisition, but I've never actually beaten one. So mm, I actually do want to go should. back. It's a fantastic story. Now they I just, do. I just know that if it's different. You, you do have to remember that it is a rough game, and they made instead of focusing I mean, on like Mass Effect One rough. No, God, uh, no, because I would say Mass Effect One's a little stilted and jarring, whereas Dragon Age Origins, although looks a little rough around the edges if you're looking at it critically now, in the time it still looked good, and how big the game was was impressive with how much it how well it looked and you'll probably run into some weird things happening and there's still it's still a little buggy i'm hoping they make a collection like they did with dragon age they would be silly not to so hopefully they do south korean developer pearl abyss reveals a new next gen open world game called crimson desert now i did miss this one I, i got busy with something alex can you give me a synopsis of what you think and what you saw it, from what it looks like, it's an open world. Uh, I don't know what time frame would it be, but it's like it looks more like very Vikingish. Um, I mean, I could say Anglo-Saxon, but I don't want to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 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 an open world. It's it's an MMORPG, and it's set in the Viking type uh, world because there's on a, there's monsters, there's dragons. Um, there's a uh, the armors look pretty cool and like they definitely showed this game to be very um, what's the word pretty because there would be some points where in the where they were showing off the landscape and my god it looked like I thought I was looking at a real thing so like water and everything I also heard this as well that it was pretty insane how good it looked yes which is good yes. Which is good, like like that being the immediate takeaway um, is exciting. And it's, it, yeah, no, it's it's people, and it's it is by this it, Pearl Abyss. It is by the same people who did Black Desert. Yes, with, that's right. You know, all the other, yeah, it is by the other people. Yeah, they did Black Desert online, and I Black Desert a little bit, and I was enjoying it. It was pretty fun. It's a, it was more of a fantasy type. Um. Oh, MMORPG instead mm-hmm. of being I don't know if I guess I, I guess you can count this as a fantasy but the other one had more like magic and yeah kind of like on high the high, f- high fantasy I think is what it's called when it's like over the top fantasy yeah yeah but uh yeah but I'm excited to see what they come with because uh, I saw the name and I was like I wonder if this is by the same people and it, it is Alex I don't think you 
care about this next announcement, but I, I definitely like smiled a little bit because I, I do have a respect for um, the Muppets. Now, they announced the Swedish chef is going to be an overcooked, which sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Jeff Keighley loves uh, the Muppets, so he always has them on like every year doing something. And this was his thing. So you can download for free now to the Swedish chef and play him in an overcooked. That's awesome. I cannot wait for that. Yeah, I told my wife and um, uh, she gave me a, a dirty look because mm. I didn't play overcooked with her. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was, Unfortunate. Like, it's not like I get to play it anyway. I was like, oh. Like, just I, a reminder. I, I, it. I, it's, I just, I just, I, I can't. <laughs> I just I just can't. <laughs> Moving on. I get, I, get, I get frustrated. I'm trying to make sure everything's right, and if it doesn't get right, I get frustrated. It's well, too much. One day we should do a let's play honest, of Overcooked, it, it, and bad. and everyone can watch it's, you just evolve into nothing. It's it's bad because if I don't get it and it starts to frustrate me, I get as frustrated as I do get with Dark Souls. <laughs> like Overcooked it's, it's, Dark it's Souls edition. Yeah, it gets to a point where I'm just like done. It's hilarious. Moving on mm-hmm. to something that we don't care about, but I think I know is super popular, so I want to make sure to uh, drink it. War I've been trying to. I've been trying to. <laughs> Warframe is now available on the Epic Games Store for anyone interested. I believe that is still a free to play game, so you can just download it for free if you want to. Mm-hmm. Also, you can download now and claim exclusive Unreal Tournament weapon bundle for free until December 24th. So if you get it through the Epic Game Store, you can redeem that Unreal Tournament bundle, which is pretty cool. We have to try this game. I will eventually, but like there's just too, there's just too many games. I feel like especially, I feel like especially you would love it just because it's so it's a lot like Destiny. I've heard a lot of Destiny people when Destiny was on their off season or it just wasn't as good, they went and played Warframe, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of people went and yep. played. Um, uh, the super popular Genshin Impact. A lot of people moved to that too. Yes, I, yeah. Um, I played Warframe when it was first released on the systems, and it was not as good as it is now. Because I've seen gameplay of now. Oh my god, it looks so different. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It just I've heard it's just so it gotten so much better. So I feel like it need it, it, I I need to give it like some time just to try it because i feel like it, it, it to give it the benefit of doubt i mean you can have your own ship now and stuff like there's like crazy stuff yeah. now that is that sounds really cool in theory now i don't know if in practice i play it and actually care but yeah, exciting stuff space ninja? yeah space ninja yeah i mean i'm already a space wizard in destiny so maybe being a space ninja would be cooler call of duty premiered season one of their war zone for call of duty black ops cold war still a title that i can't get used to um their first season will debut uh december 16th uh it teased the new map the more guns more jeeps some more gameplay and looks like call of duty not too much to say it looks looks fun yeah it looks looks fun i'll definitely try it when it comes out but i never really stuck with call of duty i would play it in spurts and then just never touch it again so i'll probably do the same thing with this honestly i already beat the like story so i I have no interest in coming back (laughs) season coming to ps5 this is the developers of um uh did they make a, um, a darwin project that's right they made darwin scavenger studios and it's looks beautiful. 
I cannot wait for this game. I, I will definitely try it. I don't think it got a date, but I cannot wait for this game. There wasn't too much to say because it's just kind of like, here's the game. All right, bye. Uh, so yeah. I'm excited. Now, this next... Oh, my God. <laughs> this next announcement, it was... I was just like, what is happening? Because first off, and I don't want to be that guy, but it was like super long, and I just was like not caring. But this, so Vin Diesel shows up out of nowhere animated and in like a trailer. And at first I thought it was Horizon Zero Dawn, and I was like, no way this is Horizon, right? And then I see Vin Diesel walk out, and I'm like, please, for the love of God, not believe Horizon Zero Dawn. And then it quickly became obvious it wasn't. So I was looking at like, okay, what's happening? And then I was like, is this Ark? And I was like, but Ark like is this an expand like i got confused on what this would even be and they announced yeah. arc 2 which i don't even know like how that it, like works but i mean we're getting an arc 2 it's cool it's weird because i can't tell if it's um it's i don't understand if it's if this is going to be multiplayer as well or if it's going to be just like a, like a story because they got a lot of big people they got Vin Diesel, Gerard Butler and Elliot Page. Well, they got those two for the animated series, right? So I yeah. is Vin Diesel's I wonder if it'll tie in. I'm sure I mean I'm, I'm sure it is. Um but Vin Diesel's character I assume is in the actual game because it says no, it no, yeah, stars yeah, him. That's in the game. Yeah. So cool i don't care about arc and i'm not playing this game but i that i hope that makes arc people excited yeah good for them question mark next thing fall guys ultimate knockout next season was shown um it's wintery the season begins january 15th which is weird because it's wintery and kind of christmasy but who cares who cares the people who love it will love it enjoy i want to be a penguin but i would probably have to play the game to get the penguin so i don't know I don't know if I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I know I missed out on Godzilla, and I was not about to get ten wins. I only, I only have two. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Moving on, Evil it's Dead the game. <laughs> Evil Dead the game uh, was revealed. I was definitely expecting this to be Dead by Daylight, and then it said its own game, and I was very confused. Uh, but this is a, I guess, a multiplayer game. Doesn't really talk much about it. It shows Ash. Yeah. I'm guessing this is going to be a mix between Friday the ter- 13th with pe- Predator style gameplay, maybe? Maybe Left 4 Dead a little bit in there, too? I don't know, but uh, Evil Dead's making a game. Cool? Question mark? Is this something you want? I don't... I've never um, even watched the movie, so I, I, I don't really care. I never, I've never watched a movie, never watched a show if there's a show. No, I, ne- I don't know anything about this. Perfect. Moving on. Uh, something that got me excited, Ghost and Goblins is getting a remake and it's coming to Switch. Now, I love the original Ghost and Goblins. It is a notoriously hard video game for the um, NES that it came out. And it's just like a fun, just like beat you in the teeth game. And uh, it looks cool. But I will say this remake doesn't look great. I don't know why they chose this art style. Maybe it was cheap. But it's coming uh, February 26th to Nintendo Switch. And I'll probably try, but my God, it, it looks—it doesn't look great. Um, but yeah. what, made, what made me even more excited? Yeah, I don't think you would care about this. Um, oh, what made me more excited though is the Campcon Arcade Collection is coming in February. Um, so in the fine print, it did say that 1943: The Battle of Midway will be free, but other titles will be separate. So most likely, you'll get that game for free 
And then there's going to be DLCs for each game that you buy. Which, whatever. I'll buy it. My, my Microsoft Flight Simulator Xbox Series X Summer 2020. This is essentially just reaffirming, because they did state this was already coming out for the Xbox Series X. And they're just going over again like, hey, it's, it's still coming. Just, you know, hold off. It's still coming. And this was just a reminder. It's stunningly beautiful. Um, <clears throat> stunningly beautiful, this game, Microsoft Flight Simulator. So I can't... I, I This is one of those games where it's coming to Game Pass, so I'll download it, play it for probably two hours, and then just never touch it again. But it looks really cool. I'll definitely try it. Like, I just want to see if I can go to, like, old areas where I, like... Because I used to live in Miami. I want to drive to my... Fly to Miami and... That'd be cool. See if I can find the areas. Well, what's crazy is you can actually, like, fly into the place and look at stuff which is mm-hmm. i which i can't even compute yeah. in my brain but like you can just fly down and look at actual places well you can go to a certain extent because i've seen the computer version and you can if get to a certain thousand feet everything becomes like flat and it looks like it's like you're on google maps it looks weird so you're not supposed to go up below a certain height but maybe they maybe they fix well, that well you can't you can i think that's just what it looks like when you're high up because I've seen pictures, plenty of pictures of like people flying like near like, like Australia and looking at the Opera House and like stuff that's, like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I think they fixed it, but like early when this game first came out, it, like when you got really really low, there's certain things where it just looked like it was like just flat. Now I don't know how it works. So I, I mean, I could be wrong. Now I know there's a mode. I don't know if this is gonna make to this console version. I know there's a mo- mode called real time. Which is will straight up simulate an actual flight time to somewhere. So in theory, if I wanted to go to New York, it would take the actual flight time. I think which is like an hour and a half or something, two hours, something like that. Why would I want that? <laughs> I mean, dude, people love this game. Like, like flight simulators. Like, people love piloting, especially. And I've, I, one time I saw on Reddit like this, a person that was in like flight school practiced with flight simulator he bought like a pc and, and like the flight stick and he would practice at home which mm. which i mean people love this stuff so i i always i have a respect for the flight simulators not not, not something i'd actually honestly probably actually would get into though okay. alex mm. something i'm excited for this is made by housemark if you know housemark they made a bunch of arcade type um from uh isometric shooters uh, next Machina, next Machina, and uh, God, what was that other? Uh, God, what was it called? I don't remember the name, but they made a bunch of top-down arcade shooters, and they're making a PS5 exclusive called Returnal, coming March nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Very, very excited about this. I will definitely play this. They didn't show too much gameplay, but it looks like it switches to third person more than actual top-down shooting. Uh, but it looks like it's a like keep dying and keep repeating type game because if you remember the original trailer showed her like in a time loop mm-hmm. and i'm down for that maybe it's like every time every time you die like something either adds or changes to your to time i believe that was like the thing because it was slightly different every time she crash landed or something like that mm-hmm. but we'll only know when the game comes out probably yeah. um and haze light games announces takes two this looked like a uh, oh, is it, it takes two? Sorry, I must have yes. wrote it down incorrectly. It, it's it takes two, coming out soon-ish. I think March twenty-sixth. Yeah, so pretty soon. Two-player story-driven co-op game, which is what they make. They made a way out, so it makes sense they make this. 
So it looks like a what almost like um Honey I Shrunk the Kids mixed with like a rom like a rom com almost because it's because it looks funny but it but they're trying they have to fix their relationship in order to like become normal again. It looks super fun and it looks like like the game you would a hundred percent play with like a significant other. Or your yeah. best friend named Alex. Maybe that too. <laughs> but we have to fix our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to fix our relationship. It's damaged. Uh, I, guess, I guess I guess I'll be the female. Well it's it's one of those things where I wonder if if you ask like your significant other to play this, if they would read into it too much, because then they figure out that the game is about a relationship having a problem, and they're like, "Is this like a message or something?" <laughs> that would be a hilarious situation to put yourself in. As Elder Scrolls Online next expansion was announced, it's Gates of Oblivion, so they're going back to like an Oblivion type setting, which is very cool. I was watching this because I've. I've been wanting to get into these expansions and I just can't because I got right. that Skyrim on the last one. Yeah. I played it for maybe a good couple hours. They, I didn't care for it. For some reason, as soon as I saw this trailer, as soon as I saw the book started like burning a symbol, I was like, oh, it's Oblivion. Oh, it's Oblivion. And I it, saw it and I was like, I don't know why, but I love Oblivion. And I'm really <laughs> invested in this. I will say it did take me back. Interesting. Not having like too, too much like to pull myself to that game just seeing that symbol light up and then the the symbol uh, solidify into the title i was like oh that got me excited and i don't know why I, I, it just just that yeah. symbol was just so exciting elder scrolls that i ever played so i think it's probably like a nostalgia thing yeah like, probably I right like i have i have to try to see what this expansion is about of course right they didn't give much honestly in in the same of details it comes 2021 just sometime 2021 mm-hmm. probably late yeah. 2021 now we get a look at the new Monster Hunter game, uh, Rise, and it's getting a demo. Mm-hmm. Comes out, uh, got a trailer. It's coming out um, March twenty. Sorry, the demo comes out January. The game comes out March twenty sixth. It's for all you Monster Hunter people out there. Enjoy. I am not one of them, but I, but I so excited for you guys. Enjoy it. Cannot get into that. Can't game. get into it. It was hugely popular though. The the, the Hunt, Monster Hunter World. People yeah, loved think, that oh game, God. man. People loved I Monster Hunter. Get into it. It is, it, dude. It's it's one of those games where like, n- like no one knows about, but like the people who know about it, they like hardcore play that game. Yeah. Like I had a friend who played like four hundred hours of that game. Oh God. I I was like, what do you even do? But like respect, respect to you guys. Mm-hmm. Evil West was announced next. A new Western game called Evil West was announced. Looks like an action game. Looks like you're fighting some sort of demon, de- demonic mm-hmm. creatures. This is made by uh, the Snowrunner Studio, uh, Snowrunner Studios. It looks. I like. really thought it was a Van Helsing game. Comes out next year. I I literally told my wife, this looks like a Van Helsing game because she loves Van Helsing. I was like, come look at it, and then it said Evil West, and I was like, okay, maybe it's not. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, I got, I got a little disappointed when it wasn't. Yeah, me too. But it looks like they're essentially saying it's Van Helsing, but they can't use the name. So maybe that's the vibe they're going for. It's Dan Spelding. <laughs> Damn it, uh, Alex. Damn it. <laughs> Why did that make me laugh? <laughs> Moving on. Um, Among Us is getting a new map, which is uh, super awesome. Good for them. They're getting a new map. They showed off the airship, which looks awesome. And it looks like they have um, like new killing animations. Because the guy like shot a laser out of his eye. Because he was like half robot. That looked really cool. 
uh, and I didn't see this, so I must have missed it. Maybe I was talking with the wife or something, but they have a Jeff Keighley mask that you can get through Twitch. I didn't see that, but that sounds terrifying. That's that sounds terrifying. And yeah, then, um, go it's ahead. Cr- it's crazy how this game has gotten so big. It's one of those things where I wanted to play, but it's one of those games that point out that how few friends you have. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, like the real challenge of the game is finding nine people that want to actually play a video game with you, which is a yeah. tall task depending on who you are. And I was like, I can get maybe three or four. And ten? Yeah, I don't know about that. that. in around like, probably like 2004, 2006, and I would have been fine now. That's true. Now. Yeah, that's true. Now, now it's like, uh, no, no, no. Like around Halo 3 time, that would have been just fine. That's yeah. true, yeah. If it was popular back in the day with like, when I had like, like a thousand friends that I can invite on Xbox 360 or something, yeah, I could probably get that mm-hmm. together. One versus 100, let's go. Alex, more money is being siphoned out of my wallet as we speak. Master Chief was announced for Fortnite, which, yes, yes. And Daryl and Michonne from The Walking Dead. Cool. Like the like. I was not expecting the. Me either. I was. It was one of those things where I was like, "Whoa, what?" Like I blinked and went, "What?" Daryl and and I was like, "Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll take it." But uh, I immediately bought Master Chief. Of course, got all of his stuff. Got his little bundle. Very exciting. They didn't really show much other than that. Um, they just reminded you that new season out and stuff like that. And then I just made me want to go watch Red vs. Blue. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Red versus Blue. Yeah, I do too. I kind of want to go watch it. I used to watch it as a kid. I, I I didn't really watch it much, but I watched a little bit of it. I do want to go back mm-hmm. and watch them. Um, and then a little Xbox Game Pass, half basically an advertisement, but they announced a few stuff. Elder Scrolls Skyrim is out, I believe now. On oh no, sorry, that's December fifteenth. So in two days, Skyrim comes out. And then uh, they are announcing that Yakuza 3, 4, 5 Remastered are all coming soon. And then they remind you that you can play EA Play on the console. Yeah, there's a lot of games coming to uh, Game Pass in, this, in the near future. They just keep screaming. Like, like it's still coming. They're still yeah, coming. I mean, what, like, there's for, still a million games on here. Uh, we were just talking about Among Us. Among Us will be part of Game Pass. For the I, forgot, I forgot about that. That's true. Yeah, that's true. It's coming so to Game Pass. If anybody has Game Pass, you'll be able. You won't have to pay for it because the mobile one's free, but not the PC one. So yeah, PC is five bucks. Game Pass, you can just get it. Yeah, that, I mean, Game Pass continue to be insane, insane every single day. It seems like they're just gonna add everything. Yeah, every, eventually everything will be on Game Pass. The game. World premiere of Ruined King, a legend, uh, sorry, a League of Legends story. So this is still there because they announced that project thing they did where like they gave mm-hmm. a bunch of studios the League of Legends license to make spinoff games. And this is just another one. This is a single player League of Legends spinoff Ruined King. Um, and this was revealed at last year's Game Awards, which I didn't know that. Um, but it looks like it's a turn-based RPG scheduled early 2021 uh, coming to consoles and PC, including Switch cool yeah if i still played uh, league i'd be more interested in it i just I, it's been so long since i played league i tried going back to it about two months ago and everything's totally different i'm just like i don't, don't want to relearn all this right now I'll, I'll do it another day see i can definitely and get I in like that day's ever gonna come see i can definitely get into it if, if they give me games like this like i won't ever no, sure. i won't ever play league of legends 
But I will play like spinoffs when it's a single player turn based RPG. That sounds really fun. Yeah. I'll I definitely do that. do that. I do like that because I want to learn more about the characters. 100%. So it does give me that opportunity. 100%. I'm excited for this. Alex. I'm pretty sure you heard me scream from your house because we don't live too far away. Pretty sure you heard me scream when this next thing was announced. They teased the new Mass Effect game. Now, I will say, not too much was actually spoken about it. And we already knew it was coming. So nothing crazy was actually announced. But. Mm. But we did get something confirmed. They showed me my girl. They showed me Liara. They, they gave it to me. They showed me it. Now, we could, I could talk to you literally an hour with just what they showed us, Alex. Yeah. So I won't do that here. Maybe we'll do that some other time. But there's a new Mass Effect game coming, and I'm losing my mind. No, for sure. And it could potentially be in the Shepardverse. It, well, it's for sure in the Shepardverse, right? Because they showed Andromeda in the foreground... Or, no, sorry, yeah. background. That's the background. Sorry. The foreground was shown to uh, our Milky Way galaxy. And then they went into the Milky Way galaxy. And then they showed us the timeline of Mass Effect, showing us that, hey, you know, here's when we went to the moon. Here's when we uh, got the first contact wars with the Turians. Here's when we um, fought the Reapers. Here's when all the mass relays were explo- exploded. And now every system is segregated from each other because they can't transport or communicate because there's no way of getting to them now because every reaper made thing is now dead um so this is insanely exciting it's crazy because i i I was trying to watch the this trailer but i I, at the same time i would couldn't realize what it was at first and then i started noticing little things like i didn't notice like during the little uh snow scene in the distance when the per- the of course it's the R, but we didn't know at the time uh, they were she was climbing up the mountain you can see a dead reaper in the background mm-hmm. yeah there's a dead reaper like sitting there like like yeah. a part a part of the uh well i guess you could say landscape because it's like it's like yeah, sat yeah, there it's in the background so yeah here we go like this is it like we're getting like we're getting it there there's and i feel like that has to be shepherd's mask so that's a piece of shepherd now i don't know now we could now okay let's go let's really quick get in some theories why would she be grabbing an n7 mask and caring now and i right. say that because if we look very closely in the image she has wrinkles liara Mm-hmm. If she has wrinkles, so that means that means that's it's been a hun- hundreds of years. So she could potentially be a matriarch, meaning she's in Not the. It's been that long. She has wrinkles. She was a little over a hundred years old in, when Mass Effect One starts. Uh, I believe she was one thirty, one forty-ish, somewhere around there. She's she was low hundreds. Which is like a baby in, in, in their years. Because they didn't live to a thousand. And she has little... I'm staring at the picture. She has wrinkles. She has crow feet and wrinkles when she's smiling. So this is literally... Mm-hmm. This could be six, seven hundred years after. And then there she's looking at the new ship. Which looks like... Mm, what? Gotcha. A Krogan. 
a human and a Salarian. I don't know why she would be picking up N7 stuff. Maybe just tease at us, like, hey, N7's a, of, a thing. A lot of speculation in the, the one in the middle. What, what's the speculation? Yeah. What's the, what's the speculation? Uh, I mean, who, uh, maybe... Oh, the in the one in the middle, they don't know if it's a drill, they don't know if it's a human. It looks like a human. They don't know if it, if like what it is, but it's one of them. <laughs> looks like a human to me. Yeah, a lot of people are saying either uh, it's like a, it could be a drill. So I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I mean, he, it's, he's it's definitely one of the. Like, it's one of them. They're humanoids, so it's definitely one of like, them. the original characters that you can get. Yeah. I'll, I'm very curious what's going to happen here. Very curious. <laughs> Love it. Um, uh, and it, it doesn't look like we're in a prescribed place because there's two moons. Um, so it's definitely not Earth. It's just There's just so much. Yep. There's just so much. We're, we're post Mass Effect 3. Uh, everything's exploded. It looks like they're trying to rebuild something. And I really don't know why we're looking at an N7 thing. Because it's definitely been hundreds of years later. So I'm not really sure what's going on. But that's all for the announcements that we have. And literally I could talk hours about what we saw about Mass Effect. But I'm not going to do that here. We're going to end full-on announcements there. And we're going to move on to the actual winners of Mass Effect. Of the, sorry, of the Game Awards. So let's go over this. Let's go over this. I won't start with the most exciting one because that seems counterproductive. So we'll start at the very beginning and we'll very quickly go through things we don't care about because you guys know us. I'm not going to care about the you know esports games. I'll, I'll announce two one, but I don't think we need to actually go over like who it is. But um, starting with Content Creator of the Year, surprising to me, um, Valkyrie wins uh, Content Creator of the Year. Not much I can say about that, and I know Alex couldn't say much about it either, but. Very quickly, Valkyrie won. I could have swore Tim the Tatman would win that. Um, and I was hoping for Alana Pierce because she does great work. But all good. Uh, we're going to skip most of the eSports stuff because I'm not going to butcher all these names. <laughs> and I don't know who any of these people are. Um, and uh, <laughs> Surprising for me, most anticipated game out of Elden Ring, Halo Infinite, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War sequel, Resident Evil Village, and League of Legends comes... Um, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel most anticipated game out of all that Elden Ring wins uh, gotta send Alex a refresh because we lost him we lost him there so I'm texting him to refresh his thing uh, best arc direction Ghost of Shima Final Fantasy 7 remake Hades and Ori Will of the Wiz Last of Us Part 2 Ghost of Shima wins best arc direction makes sense the game's beautiful love the colors and I love the vibrance that it gives off. And it's one of the games that's very good at passive beauty. I know that's a strange word to say, but passive beauty. Speaking about essentially where you're just walking through planes and you can just look out and just see the world and how beautiful it is and, and its art that it's showing and it's showcasing. It's beautiful, beautiful. Uh, we were going over best art direction, Alex, uh, just to fill you in where we're at. Um, and Ghost of Shima won that one. Uh, moving to uh, games for impact, games for impact. If found, Kentucky Route Zero TV edition, Spirit Fair, Tell Me Why, 
through darkest of times i heard if found was really good kentucky red zero was very good i want to play spirit fair it came to game pass so i have it downloaded i haven't played it yet but i have it downloaded and tell me why one for best impact makes sense i heard that was huge the stars a transgender person which is huge for that studio and a bunch of people that played the game so good for everyone involved glad they won it alex we're at best mobile game right now alex and we have Among Us, Call of Duty Mobile, Genshin Impact, Legends of Runeterra, and Pokemon Cafe Mix. I forgot that was that even came out. I didn't even know that came out. I thought, I thought that was still, like, due. But, of course, Among Us won. Best mobile game. Good for them. Uh, no, nothing too exciting. Uh, nothing too shocking there. Best audio design. Doom Eternal, Half-Life Alex, Ghost of Tsushima, Resident Evil 3, and Last of Us Part 2. Last of Us Part 2 actually won it. And of course, for me, I think I'd say the same thing. Last of Us Part 2, best audio design by far. Um, best VR AR game. Dreams, Half-Life Alex, Marvel's Iron Man VR, Star Wars Guardians, Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners. Half-Life Alex wins. Makes sense. That was a beautiful VR game. And I wish I was able to play it. But it's exclusive to... I never got a chance to try it. Yeah, it's exclusive to... Um, I've, what is it called again? Uh, the Valve Index. So, like, no way I can play that. But hopefully it comes to PSVR one day. Mm. Let's see. And we're going to best community support. Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Fall Guys, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, and Valorant. And out of all that, Fall Guys wins best community support. Good for them. I, I could have swore uh, Fortnite or Valorant was going to take that away. But they wouldn't. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't see that one getting it, but yeah, good. Then. Best debut game, Carrion, which was that crazy. You're like the alien in a spaceship eating everybody. Mortal Shell, which was the Dark Souls type game. Raji, which I played the demo for that. That was fun. Uh, Ruiki, I, I assume that's how you pronounce it. And Phasmophobia. And Phasmophobia wins. That's a very popular Twitch game right now. And it's apparently terrifying. A lot of people playing the game. Interesting. Uh, best score, which is one of my favorite uh, categories. Because I, I... I'm surprised. I'm we, not gonna lie. I am not because a little thing called Nostalgia. And, and you know, I don't want to be that guy. But a little thing called Nostalgia, I think, worked a lot here. Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades, Ori Will was Last of Us Part Two, and Final Fantasy VII takes it. I agree, I honestly, I... Be- because of the orchestral, but Doom Eternal, very close there with uh, how close, how good that rocking, rock was. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't say either of those, but I was I figured like Doom would have won it over Final Fantasy, but mm-hmm. like you said, it has the nostalgic yeah it's got that nostalgia aspect everyone hearing the themes that they remember even the main thing and they get bonus points for orchestral like you you can almost never beat an orchestral with anything orchestral music is beautiful so moving i i i get it i need to buy the vinyl for that because it is a beautiful sounding game Mm -hmm. innovation in accessibility i believe this is a new uh category this year which 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 is very cool. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Grounded, Hyperdot, Last of Us Part Two, Watch Dogs Legions. Last of Us Part Two takes it deservedly so, because the accessibility menu in Last of Us Part Two is insane. Like you can yeah. color people if you yeah. need to, if you can't see them, if you have like low sight, even if you're um. 
uh, I think they made a way you, if you're blind, you can play the game. Uh, because it, there, there's an audio mode you can put the game in, and they basically talk. I think they talk to you and have audio signals to where people are so. and what's going on, yeah. which isn't which. What? I that is so cool that like Nuts. someone that can't see the game can still play it. Best ongoing game: Apex Legends, Destiny Two, Call of Duty Warzone, Fortnite, No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky took this, which I think still, I think oh, I think that means today. the community like really showed up for that one. I didn't think Warzone would win it because I do feel like a lot of people are, that's, that's have, have soured. Story. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people soured on No Man's Sky, or sorry, I, uh, Call I of Duty. Said Fortnite or Destiny. Yeah, I would. I, I I literally when it was being announced said the same thing. I was like, Destiny Fortnite takes this. And when he said No Man's Sky, I was like, what? <laughs> but hey, it, they have a lot of updates, I guess, and they added yeah, a lot of modes lot of for free. Up for that, I guess. Yeah, and a lot of free stuff too. Like like just for buying the game, you get a lot of stuff. Um, best sim strategy game: Crusader, uh, Crusader Kings, Desperado, Gears Tactics, Microsoft, and XCOM. And Microsoft Flight Simulator wins. Super weird category because it's best sim and strategy. That probably should be two separate categories, but I, I get it. Um, but Flight Simulator wins. Yeah. Best fighting game. Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, which I heard a lot of good stuff about. Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, Street Fighter V Champion, One Punch Man, Under Night in Birth, and Under Night in Birth EXE Late CL R. <laughs> nonsense name. But Mortal Kombat 11 wins, not surprising here. Uh, deservedly so, because they have an insane amount of characters and people in that game. Uh, moving on to best role-playing game, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Genshin Impact, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Of course, Final Fantasy VII Remake wins this. No surprise there. I, I would have given it to Persona. I would I would have... I 100% give it to Persona. I 100% thought... Uh, fi- it's crazy, because I don't... I don't... I, I, yes, it's uh, Final Fantasy is an RPG, but I don't consider it as a like, uh, like uh, an RPG. I don't know. I feel it's, like it's just it's 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 very lin. It's that game was more like more linear than what I've seen in Final Fantasy. I just. I feel like Persona Five was completely more on the RPG style. I like, like, it was, it was. I don't know. Right. I know what you mean by that. I will. I would definitely say it's still an RPG, of course. But, but yeah, I'm, I mean, it is. It is an RPG. I mean, you get, you get, you do get to, you know, change your characters, like, like things around and stuff like that. I just feel like it's. I don't know. It was. To me, it was less RPG. It's definitely a, there's definitely less RPG mechanics than the original Final Fantasy VII, uh, no doubt, no, undoubtedly. But they did keep the core essence of an RPG, so I, I think it still counts. But I do see what you're saying there. Uh, Persona Five Royal, in my opinion, is like times ten a better game than Final Fantasy VII Remake. But I understand Final Fantasy VII Remake winning. First off, Final Fantasy VII Remake isn't a hundred hours long, so it's definitely a lot more accessible to more people. So, yeah. so I get it, but. Yeah, a little disappointed to see that Final Fantasy VII Remake won that. But, hey, good for them. 
Best Indie Game. Carrion, Fog Eyes, Hades, Spelunky 2, and Spiritfarer. Hades takes it. Wasn't shocked here either because a lot of people have been talking about Hades. I haven't played it. My dad actually is playing it right now. And he loves it. I need to. I need to play it, but I haven't had it. I haven't had the inkling yet. Best multiplayer game: Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna say this one was a shock to me too. Mm -hmm. Animal Crossing: New Horizons, Among Us, Call of Duty: Warzone, Fall Guys: Ultimate Knockout, and Valorant. Among Us takes it. I would have given it to Animal Crossing. I. I, It's it's hard for me. Animal Crossing does not have good multiplayer multiplayer elements. But it's good when it works, if that makes sense. Yeah, but it, I feel like it was more of a... It, it connected with people more than... I like, like, I feel like you can do... It was more of a... Commu- it, that was more of a community game than just... Among, to me, than Among Us. I don't know. It's hard for me. It's hard for me for this one. I personally go Animal Crossing here, but I mean, it, it, for Among Us, like how huge that game came out just when it just came out of nowhere and the amount of people playing the game like i, I see what it makes guys, like but i guess i don't know if, and it's just i think it's just hard for me to see among us keep winning all these things where it, this game came out two years ago and nobody cared for it yeah yeah but i mean we're yeah i get it but i like that aspect honestly it's almost like the because like nothing changed about the game just someone found it one day and it got huge on twitch and uh, and a lot of people into it so i i get like the idea of like eh, like this game comes out of nowhere and wins all the things but i like that aspect honestly like it just comes out of nowhere and just yeah. wins all these awards like yes thank you like like that's so cool but do i agree that it wins i don't know i i haven't played it so i don't really think i can even vote for it i'd, I'd probably vote uh and either animal crossing or Valorant. i don't know Mm. I don't know. Moving on to one of my favorite categories, best performance. A lot of uh, Last of Us here. <laughs> Ashley Johnson, Ellie. Yep. In Last of Us, of course. Laura Bailey, Abby, Last of Us. Jisuke Tsuji, Jin, Ghost of Shima. Logan Cunningham, Hades, in Hades. In Naji, Jeter, Miles Morales, Spider Man, Miles Morales. Winner is Laura Bailey. Abby, Last of Us Part Two. Finally, she won. She's been nominated so many times, and she finally won one. Abby, uh, deservedly so, I think. I, this is honestly anyone could have won, and I wouldn't have been too mad, to be honest with you, because these are all incredible performances. But I think Abby's the one that stands out to be like she was so set up to fail for this role, right? Like this entry character, this entry character. And I don't want to spoil it, but like this entry character, and she does this terrible thing, and yeah, then if they. You haven't played Last of Us yet, then that's. Right. I I don't want yeah, but I want I don't want to ruin it just in case, just in case. <laughs> I I kind of want to just to, but at, at, like entry character that does this terrible thing, and then you almost end up empathizing near the end. Like that's such a ho- how do you sell that to somebody? Especially if that's your favorite character, especially if that's your favorite thing about that game. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And they pull it off good for them. Best narrative. Yeah, it's definitely it was yeah, no, for sure. Oh yeah, I didn't even let you speak on that. What what did you think? Did you like did you want them to no, I, to win? 
no, I completely, I, yeah, I completely agree because it was between mm. Ellie and Abby, and um, I feel like yeah, she did definitely deserved it for uh, the amount of shit that she got. Uh, yeah, she did get a lot of shit for that too, which is unfortunate, of course. Um, I do, I, I kind of hope Laura saws it in half and gives Asha Johnson the other half, because like, because like they're so good because of each other too, like because they're just working off each other so well, because they're they know each other so well, like it's it's so good, so good. Yeah. Best narrative. Thirteen Sentinels, uh, a- Aegis Rim, Aegis. Aegis. Thank you, Aegis Rim. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Last of Us Part Two, Last of Us sweeps again, again. Last of Us Part Two sweeps best narrative. I'd give it to I'd give it to Last of Us here as well. I, I, there's not a nowhere close on this thing. Does it even touch Last of Us? So. Yeah. Best action adventure: Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Spider Man, Ori, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Which okay, <laughs> that came out of nowhere. And Last of Us Part Two, and again. Last of Us Part Two wins Best Action Adventure. Another category they win. Alex, is that is that who you'd see win here, or would you prefer something else? No, I, I would have gone with part, uh, Last of Us. Yeah, same here. I don't think the only thing that gets anywhere close is Spider Man for me, and mm-hmm. it's nowhere close. Yeah. Best Action Game: Doom Eternal, Hades, Half Life, Alex, Neo Two, Streets of Rage Four. Hades takes it. Good for them. I was surprised the, with this one. They're, I mean, ta- they're taking Aze. a lot. I've heard Ace is really good. But I heard it's fantastic. Between that or Doom. Yeah, me too. Same here. I, I heard it's fantastic. So I don't. I when I hear it, I was like, no shock at one. Like I've heard like the amount of people talking about that game. I'm not shocked, and I, it makes me want to play it. I just haven't. It's on Switch. Mm-hmm. Best family game. And uh, this is essentially every year. This is the Nintendo category, uh, but this year for it's sure. a it's a little different. Animal Crossing, New Horizons, Crash Bandicoot 4, Fall Guys, Mario Kart Live, Home Circuit, Minecraft Dungeons, and Paper Mario. And Animal Crossing wins it. Makes sense. Best family game. Like, that, that's the first thing that comes to your mind for this it year. Came Animal Crossing. Out in the best time. D- it did too, yeah. Started right at March. Like, the start of break da- like quarantine and everything. Got your mind off it. Perfect timing for a perfect game. Yeah, fix the online, though. Make it a little better. Best game direction. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Half-Life Alex, Last of Us Part Two. Alex, shocker, Last of Us Part Two wins again. <laughs> I And again, I give it to it here too. Best game direction? Yeah, for sure, Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, like, like, nobody was expecting just completely switch around. Yeah, like I don't think um, I don't think any game comes anywhere close to direction if we're talking about like actual like sit down, direct the scene, direct how it flows. Like there hasn't been this good direction in a game since God of War, with the with the no cut, which is still a phenomenal thing. And then Alex, the category, the thing you come for, the one that you fight for, and the one that you want to see over everything, game of the year. The contenders: Animal Crossing, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Last of Us Part Two. And Last of Us Part Two wins again, again. I think they took. I think they took like almost every single category they were in, and I think there were like seven categories they were in. Look, yes. Jesus, they took everything. Now, Alex, do you, do you give it to out of this list? Do you give it to you? For sure. Same here. For sure here. And then again, <laughs> it's nowhere close to to the games listed here. I'm like, yeah, out of everything here, Last of Us Part Two 100 percent took me in every way more better than than everything else love my time with it had 
and I want more. Hopefully they do some sort of DLC or something. Alex, we'll eventually do our 2020 Game of the Year, so we'll get into that later. This isn't necessarily what we think the Game of the Year is. It may be Last of Us Part 2, but that's not necessarily what we'll do. We'll do that probably, I think, first week of January sounds good. Maybe. Unless we're still busy with some games that came out uh, this year. First week in January sounds perfect for, for what our Game yeah, of the Year we're was. Consider- we're counting games that we've played. Like, for example, since Ghost, Ghost, Cyberpunk just came out, where are we counting that because it's still in December? Well, I don't like to be the rule guy with Game of the Year lists. Usually when I go to somebody, I well, of course I would count it. Um, I don't really... It's still within the year. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not really a rules guy when it comes to Game of the Year. Like, when I walk up to somebody and say, hey, what's your Game of the Year? I don't, like, go like, well, that didn't come out this year, but... So, like, yeah, you, I i go go with whatever your gut says makes sense to you put it on the list and we'll have that ready for you january first week of january very excited for that unless we're busy we'll put we'll make sure to tell you if we have to push back but alex that was the 2020 game awards showcase that was every winner and every announcement what you think i mean there was a lot of uh surprises and a, and a lot of excitement i liked it i enjoyed my time with it i liked how it flowed even though i do think it's still a little long yeah no it was like what three hours long it's three or four was uh it was three and uh 10 o'clock they said that they had like uh they they were showing stuff like the the games oh i see i see okay that's why i was until 11 i see got it okay so it wasn't okay so the whole thing was about three hours so that's that's a tiny bit better but it does feel long but it's more passive so i don't hate it like it is a passive enjoyment like i don't have to like Mm -hmm. sit there and watch the whole thing i can have it passively like while i play a a game which i think is what i did for like the first few minutes and then i switched uh to just watching it full time when a big announcement started but Mm -hmm. all in all i loved it they i do think they keep getting better which is good yeah. Like I don't think I've had a year yet where it's been worse than in the last year. And it wasn't it was definitely wasn't uh like bad compared compared because it was all digital. So do you, now do you think they'll do E3 this way for next year? Or do you think that one has still has to be kind of like, you know, you would have to be there? Or do you think they'll try to make an a, a digital event like uh... this? seeing maybe that's a hard question i don't this was a a success success. right yeah that's a hard question i don't know what i don't know what they it's like the pandemic over with i don't know are people safe to go outside and be gross to each other i don't know maybe it's digital next year maybe it's not that's a hard question especially right now if you asked me in march when we would be done with this stuff i would have said like june or july well then i'll come back to you and we're and we're still in december so i mean like i'm definitely not the guy i don't think to come up for that stuff but if i had a i mean i would hope so i hope we would be in a spot where we can just go out and not care about germs anymore i mean as of recording they did approve the pfizer vaccine for giving out to the general public they did an emergency verification for the vaccine now so hopefully we're done with all this stuff i can't even pretend to know but hopefully and i do hope we have more events like um you know e3 i hope uh dice is able to have their thing even though i don't think that's going to be in person at all that's for sure going to be like there's no chance that's going to be 
That's digital for yeah. sure. Alex, that's the Game Awards 2020. I liked it. You liked it. Not too much to talk about. They they don't really change too too much. It, it, the the flow is a little different, I think, but it's generally about the same like than it was the year prior. So I enjoyed myself. I liked my time with it. I hope you did too. If tell us what you liked, what you didn't like, in the comments below. And remember, we are the Easy Tubers Gaming Podcast. We come to you every single Friday with news that we think you should know about. We are fan supported you have to go over to patreon.com slash there's plenty of tiers you can look through to get something that you want to you can of course give us only a dollar if you can afford it only if you can afford it remember only if you can afford it. these are trying times so we understand if you can't if you are a freebie don't worry you can go support us many of ways you can follow us on twitter follow us on instagram you can support us with the views or share us with a friend like comment subscribe all the good stuff and while this very nice week has passed us, I want you all to take a second, chill, relax, listen to listen to you know, like your favorite video for the week, and get ready for next week when we join you again for our regularly scheduled programming of the Easy Chippers Video Game Podcast. We love you. Remember, pregnant pause, go achieve. Go achieve.